0: All right, Creatures of the Night, Alex Dorio here, one half of the Talking Taker podcast, welcoming you, our Pod Street crew, to another classic Talking Taker episode. We're bringing Back from the Dead here for October, and what better episode to bring back here? Spooky season, Halloween time, we're going to bring back this episode covering the original Buried Alive match, the very first one between The Undertaker and Mankind at In Your House Buried Alive here, 26 years later. This took place in October of 1996. It is an awesome, awesome match to go back and revisit. It is originally episode 27 in our Encyclopedic Exploration, Digging Up the Dead Man. And not only is it timely, not only does it fit for the Halloween season, I thought this would be a really fun one to bring back from the dead because I think if you listen back to it, this is really an important episode for Travis and I. I I always thought of this episode as the one where we really found our footing and got into the groove of what Talking Taker was would go on to become for the rest of our uh, 200 episodes and beyond. Uh you know, our, our original few episodes there wasn't as much to talk about as far as the build up to each Undertaker match. You know, we would analyze the match, we would analyze the opponent and things like that. But this build up to the first buried alive match between Undertaker and Mankind was the first one where we really had stuff to discuss on each and every episode of Raw building up to it. He had these dueling graveyard promos between Undertaker and Mankind Uh, that we got to go in-depth on and bounce back and forth on with our coverage. And it kind of shaped the mold for what we would uh, develop into uh, going forward, where we got into the real soap opera storylines of the Attitude Era and beyond that. So... Enjoy that. Uh, it's also a cool episode because Travis and I, uh, this is one of the very few that we have been able to record live and in person. Travis visited me uh, for my birthday back in 2018 uh, to spend the weekend with me and, and hang out. And uh, this just so happened to be where we were in the timeline covering uh, the Undertaker's matches. So this was an episode that we got to record live. So enjoy that. And, uh, of course, be on the lookout. We got a new episode coming out November 1st, our November Talking Taker episode. Going to be kind of a, one of our experimental ones. Uh, this was Travis's idea to discuss an imaginary Undertaker trip through the forbidden door of wrestling in the modern age. You know, it gets talked about with AEW and New Japan and Ring of Honor and Impact and all those different things. Well, what if a free agent Undertaker got to step through the forbidden door? Who are some of the opponents that we'd love to see him face uh, in a fantasy world where he stepped back into the ring? going to be a fun one for us to talk about. That'll be out November 1st. Of course, be sure to listen to our, our October episode looking at the 20th anniversary of the incredible Hell in a Cell match between The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar at No Mercy 2002. And don't forget to check out our Tee Public store, uh, pick up a Talking Taker shirt. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more unboxings. Put some uh, Undertaker figure unboxings up there recently, a couple of new ones. And uh, I will tell you to check out the Collecting Dead Man podcast here because uh, I joined Steven as well as our friend of the show, Randy Turco, for a special look back at... A trilogy of terror three of the worst undertaker pay-per-view gimmick matches of all time uh, we did a watch along for and that'll be dropping on the collecting dead man channel uh, very soon just in time for Halloween so check that out but for now enjoy this classic talking taker episode episode 27 in your house buried alive back from the dead I got you. <laughs> Welcome to Talking Taker, episode number 27 of our encyclopedic exploration, digging up the career of the greatest professional wrestling character of all time. We appreciate you tuning in and downloading this next chapter of Dead Man Talking. My name is Alex Dorio. I am your co-host for this journey, one half of the creatures of the night, and I am joined yet again in person for our second ever live episode by my wrestling buddy extreme t travis white
1: how you doing man i'm great man i'm enjoying our second house show here That's or live event whatever you would call it they call them live events now but we used to call them house shows so guess this is our second ever house show so yeah drum down again no i'm just
0: kidding (laughs) yeah if you want to bring talking taker to your house or to your city you know we are available (laughs) to do live episodes elsewhere we'll be happy to do that we can work that out for you You can. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. We'd love to do it, man. We, we don't have to reserve these to just ourselves. Or if you want to come hang out next time we do a live one, let us know. Absolutely. Um, you got you listeners Shabani. out there. Man, we want to get Shivani. Right down the street. I know. It's I know. not too late. I can do another one. <laughs> yeah. But we are here uh, continuing on our exploration one pay-per-view match at a time <coughs> through The Undertaker's career, and... Uh, We are coming upon a historic, memorable uh, match with so much to talk about. We are at October 1996, In Your House, Buried Alive.
1: Oh man, yeah. We mentioned last episode how that was Mankind's theme podcast, or not podcast, In Your House, Mind Games. This one's Undertaker's first one. He's going to get a couple more here as this uh, In Your Houses go, but yeah, this is his first one. Very live, yeah. Like you said, so much to talk about. This is the culmination of, at this point, six and a half months worth of story. You know, yeah, um, absolutely. Because this is this this show takes place on October twentieth, ninety six, and uh, April first is when mankind debuted. So yeah, six and a half months of storytelling all coming to fruition here. This one show. Can you imagine yeah. that nowadays? No, no. <laughs> no,
0: no. It never happens no. anymore. No. no, not like that. Um, not in that main event. Style right, um, and yeah, not with this show, it is the main There's event no of this show. No, three title match, nope. On the show. Shawn Michaels has the night off, uh, yeah. Even he's on commentary, he's, right? No matches, but yeah, and they've made a huge deal out of this. We've talked yeah. about how Undertaker does not need the title, but he is still arguably the top guy, the centerpiece, the cornerstone, not the gravestone. I'll um, no, we'll talk exactly. about gravestone here in a minute, yeah. but he's clearly the cornerstone of the WWF this pay-per-view is more proof of that he is in the main event for this feud uh with mankind the whole pay-per-view is built around him literally like all of the graphics the entire set design every piece of this (coughs) pay-per-view is built around the undertaker and around this buried alive match concept with mankind Uh, so it's really really cool to see
1: absolutely and not only this pay-per-view but the Four weeks of Raw and Superstars building up to it. I mean, between Mind Games and Buried Alive, they have this gravestone <laughs> uh, and this mountain dirt on every single episode. Of course, they're filmed all in the same night, but. what's
0: well, in the middle of the, the, the entryway. Yeah, so you see it, this headstone, very famous with Mankind and Undertaker's images oh, I'd on it. I would love there. that. that <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> with the uh, date of the show. So you're getting that every time someone yeah. walks down the aisle. No right. matter
1: who it was, if it was who, or Triple H, or... The Mark, Pug? The Pug. <laughs> <laughs> the Pug, or Farouk, uh, Assad? Was that, that last yeah. name? Yeah, Farouk Asad, Yeah. Uh, golly. Yeah. Any of them. We walk by, and yeah, the headstone's right there, gravestone, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's cool, man. They had this all planned out, and really neat. And again, we mentioned way back beginning of this episodes of Talking Taker that... Um, Vince saw something in this character from day one, and production-wise, he's built again. He has an elaborate entrance, whether it was coming on a hearse with a vulture, or whether it's ascending to the heavens to walk with the angels. Yeah, uh, or whether it's literally every night he comes out, he gets the lights down. Last episode we talked about he has pyro shooting off like Cain. Um here he gets his own show and he's the only guy that uh, up to this point had his own like theme matches too with casket and coffins Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. well then you had your final curtain curtain (laughs) rest in peace yeah rest in peace body bag all those things again production wise Vince McMahon doesn't hesitate to put money into this character and here he's got a whole pay-per-view built around him and again just the production uh, whether it's the graphics like you mentioned or the headstone and all of it's just man it's just really you know Vince McMahon loves his character you know it's awesome to see
0: it is. I'm glad you brought up all the craziness of that The Undertaker has been a part of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the ascending to the heavens. All that ridiculous stuff. Because I want to talk about that uh, here at the beginning. Because I was I was excited to go back and watch this. Because I remember watching this as a kid. I remember seeing this match uh, on Coliseum Home Video. And uh, I was excited to revisit it. Because I didn't have fond memories of yeah. it. Um, because, you know... I thought even for the Undertaker character, yeah, this concept stretched believability a little bit. They we're mm. gonna have a buried alive match. Alright. We've had casket matches. Yeah. And that's one thing. You get thrown in a casket, you get wheeled to the back, you pop out of the right. casket. <laughs> the idea and the way that they're selling this match, which as we get into it, you know, they make it a little bit more believable towards the end. But anyway, the way that they're selling this is someone is going to be buried alive, yeah. put in a grave, with six feet of dirt piled on <coughs> and them, and take a dirt nap. Yes, someone there. Someone is going to die, die. <laughs> which to me stretched believability. Right, a even with everything that the undertaker does, even That's flying up yeah. out of the casket. I know, like he's a supernatural character. Right, right? it stretches that. But this, it was a little <clears throat> bit too much. It was a little cheesy. I didn't even. I couldn't get into it. Uh, even as a kid, it just seemed a little bit. I couldn't take it seriously. I couldn't suspend my disbelief enough about that. And I think maybe that's why this pay-per-view. I don't think it has a really fond yeah. uh, following. What's uh, um, a one-match show mindset about it? Well, it's also that too. It, yeah. Again, like we talked about with mind games, this show sucks. Yeah, like, there's something <laughs> there's nothing I want to point out on this show.
1: There's something else I want to point out. It's uh, historically cool at the beginning of this show, but yeah, at the time it was nothing. But Um, But, yeah, I think it's interesting you pointed out because that's funny. As a 10-year-old, you couldn't even suspend your disbelief Mm. that far for this. It was too much. Someone's going to get murdered on pay-per-view in a WWF ring.
0: So, yeah, that's crazy to think about. I didn't think about that. Kind of like the gold dust stuff, a little bit too much. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pushing the boundaries a little bit too much. And Buried Alive, for me, was pushing it a little bit too much. But I'll talk about that when we get to the end, too. Uh, But at the beginning, like I said, You've got the headstone that everyone's passing by. This whole, all this buildup, and there's nothing. There's no tune-up matches on any of these episodes of Raw. Mankind and Undertaker don't compete Mm-mm. from Mind Games up until Buried Alive. But on every episode of Raw, there's this running thread: uh, how yes. this match gets built up. There are some promos on every episode of Raw. One of Undertaker and one of Mankind in a graveyard, cutting promos <laughs> on each other. All there mankind last night you witnessed who truly is the master of the mind game and mankind i have condemned you to eternal damnation mankind I am going to bury you alive, and you will never rest in peace. I'm sure you can find these on YouTube. We'll probably we've probably posted them already on our uh, Twitter and Facebook and all that good stuff. You got to watch them. Yeah. They are something else, man. They're they're, they're <laughs> unreal. In like <laughs> very a good unreal.
1: and a bad way. Yes. Like, in like a so bad it's a good way. Kinda.
0: It's very confusing. I saw the first ones <laughs> and I wasn't sure if they were in separate graveyards or something yeah. like that. But no, clearly the story being told, there's so they're in the same graveyard... <laughs> yeah. Mankind does something, and then Undertaker appears later in the night. He picks up something that Mankind left behind yeah. as he was digging up the grave. Undertaker has been digging up the grave, and Mankind jumps in it at one point and says... <laughs>
1: he says, it's d- too small for Undertaker, because <laughs> he's standing up and his heads are coming out of the ground.
0: Uh, mankind is digging in the dirt with his hands, yeah. saying... It's hilarious, oh. it's, and, but it's it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's cheesy, yeah. but it's great. Very entertaining.
1: It's fun. It's fun to watch. And then, <laughs> oh man, Undertaker gives this promo about...
0: Who could have thought that it would come to this? Each time you escape the clutches of these purple fists, you grew stronger, yet more evil.
1: And I don't even remember the rest of it because I was just laughed so hard. So it was perfect, man. That's I wish he had a shirt that these purple gloves on it. Like Ross <laughs> has Get These Hands now. <laughs> no, we could awesome. we could have that. We, we, might, yes.
0: yeah, we might have that. Um <laughs> yeah. yeah, this if someone can explain to me this plot line or what's actually happening here, I don't know if they're literally in the in the cemetery. Are they building the graveyard that is being built right. at the Market Square Arena as Jim Square just as Jim Ross keeps hyping up that they're going to build an actual graveyard in this yeah. arena. you got to come see it. What's uh, what I want to say is I don't
1: take a waste of time digging this yeah. hole here because they're going to build one at the pay-per-view in Indianapolis. So Bless his heart. <laughs> but you know what? Just like when he built his own caskets, ah, dig his own grave Digging here.
0: his own grave. Oh, my goodness.
1: Who knows? For all we know, they could have chunk cut out a chunk of land here and just transported it to Indianapolis. That's true. I'm kidding, people. But, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. but seriously, he's a man of his own, you know, he 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 gets his hands dirty, literally and figuratively. He builds his own caskets and coffins, and he buries or he digs his own graves here. Apparently, so.
0: And he says something very chilling in that last promo on the Raw right before buried alive. He says, "If it takes Undertaker says if yeah. it takes destroying the Undertaker to destroy you, mankind, then that is what I must do." Yeah. So he has reached a new level. The the now I'll just keeps saying Undertaker. Showing another side, he yeah. must have thirty different sides right. to, that we've seen so far, because he's always showing a, a new side to himself <laughs> in every exactly. match. But here, he has uh, kind of reached his limits. He's gone yeah. crazy uh, with this villain that he can't destroy mankind, and now he's willing to destroy himself to get rid of mankind. Kind of sounding like a it's like a Dark Knight, right? I, I was just going to say, Knight Dark when Knight. Batman
1: yep. is willing to take himself out in order to say, yep. you know. Clear Two Face or whatever, you're gonna take it out and then Joker out. So, yeah, very cool.
0: Very cool. Yeah. So, that's the build up, and we'll dive in because we got a lot to talk about with this match, right? Yeah. October, something. 20th. October 20th, Yeah. 1996. You always
1: got so <laughs> a date. a date. A guy. But yeah, we're not, we didn't get dates. So those episodes are raw because it's just literally every single week in between Mind Games and Barry Love, you want to go watch. There's a Mankind segment and an segment. Again, they're in. For all we know, the same cemetery. Who knows? I it, think it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's raining at one point, and then there's. It sounds like they have the uh, the, the, uh, the umbrella would up because the <laughs> rain is just pounding on it. But anyway, yeah. On to the pay per view again. It's in your house. Uh, themed around Undertaker. The entrance ramp, like the, mm-hmm. is, is a cemetery gate, which I yeah. thought was really cool. Again, production man. Undertaker gets all the money he needs, I guess, from Vince man to, to to build this up, which is really cool. You know. And I always enjoyed the uh, themed entrances, like like when said would do Halloween Havoc and to the Beach. This gives it a cool feel.
0: It feels like that. Yeah, yeah this and is this, it's
1: October paper per view Yeah, they're, they're they're leaning into Halloween that Halloween style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's cool. But there's this huge mound of dirt, and a shovel, and a headstone, and uh, yeah, it's got it's the same headstone that's been in every episode of Raw the last month. Um, but again, just cool, really cool production for yet another signature match of The Undertaker that we're going to see several more of as we continue uh, down this road here. But one thing I want to mention is that the opening match, the curtain jerker of this show <laughs> is Hunter Helmsley versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, and how about that? Exactly, yeah. we One of the odds, them opening the show. But I want to say this, is that um, this is the debut of the glass break music. Ah,
0: uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So again, at the time, because uh, we, you and I just watched the last episode of Raw before this, and he has the old remaster music. It's October fourteenth, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, but on this show, he debuts that music. But again, in the audience, they would be like, what? Yeah, got new music, right. you now So yeah, who knew? Well, like who knew? Like how iconic that would become? But I just wanted to point that out. I thought it was really neat. Very cool. That we got to experience that as we're going through Undertaker's career. Um, yeah, yeah again, that's going to become an iconic song and we'll hear it plenty of times as we continue down this road with Undertaker and as he and Stone Cold will cross that so.
0: and it's it's not a great match by any means not, it doesn't live up to the standards you think of a Triple H Stone Cold oh, yeah. match um, I forget it's, it's, Triple H is replacing someone, I can't remember, someone's hurt or Sa- Savio Vega I think probably Savio <laughs> uh, but yeah this whole pay per view is out of whack but I did notice something too As we were watching it Not as significant as that But You know I didn't ever realize Back then Back in the day How much of 1996 WWF Really relied on Early 90s WCW guys Filling up the card You know Uh, Their entire undercard was basically in WCW a year or two ago. Isn't that weird? Triple H, Steve Austin, Brian Pillman, Mark Miro, Johnny B. Bad, uh, Goldust, Dustin Rhodes, Vader, Cactus Jack, Mick Foley. I mean, just a year later, uh, for some of these guys, they are filling up the WWF uh, card. And it reminded me a lot of what we see nowadays, because... Uh, really lately TNA yeah. it's like we've seen a huge TNA invasion in WWE but the past couple years Ring of Honor like yeah. these guys that were the mainstays there for so long and so many so much of current day WWE with Kevin Owens Sami Zayn and then you got Bobby Roode uh, um, AJ AJ Styles Mojo trying to think Rockstar Spud yep. just, debuted just debuted a couple weeks ago um, all sorts of these guys yeah. uh, it's really making up yeah, I don't know. I just think that's interesting. We, we think of WWF having their homegrown stars, not wanting all this other talent, but sometimes yeah, well, they do. Well, as much
1: as they crap on WCW for t- mm-hmm. yeah, I think I mentioned that last episode, they keep pooping on WCW for stealing their top stars, where well, they're just stealing the undercard. Yeah. And, and trying to replace, and eventually they will go on to, re- you know, main event, you know, like we know with Stone Cold and stuff like that, but... Yeah, it's it is very interesting. I'm glad you point that out because that's really I, I I didn't even think about that.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of funny. Yeah, it's funny. Ron Simmons too. For oh, Ali. Yeah. yeah, former world champion <laughs>
1: yeah. WCW, first ever black world champion.
0: Well, they've this video or this feud has been epic, of course. Where we, yeah. we don't need to recap Undertaker no. mankind feud, but there is a video highlighting the entire length of the feud before the match. So it's cool to to go back and see uh, how it's been going and really. I mean, if you think about it, this feud, has been unlike any other WWF feud ever. It's really yeah. escalated to new heights. It's been very intense, uh, more that more so a different style of wrestling than we've seen in the WWF yeah. in a lot of ways. And it really kind of set the template for a lot of the Undertaker's feuds in the future. It's kind of revealing. <laughs> it's cliche, but it's revealing another side of yeah. a layer to the Undertaker as a character, as a performer, and as an in-ring, as an in-ring wrestler. You know. Yeah. Yep,
1: absolutely. And I think it's a precursor to the Attitude Era in and of itself. It really is. Just how, um, I guess, personal the rivalries get, the feuds get, and just how that, you know, one match, a a regular pinfall match is not enough. You got to go to something else. Because we'll see so much, you know, innovation in the Attitude Era with Falls Gone Anywhere or Ladders or Hell in a Cell or whatever, hardcore matches, whatever, everything, a regular, you know, a match can't be contained in, in the squared circle anymore. No, so,
0: yeah. it's, it's non-sanctioned. So oh, it exactly. They make a huge deal of that. <laughs> the WWF is not sanctioning yeah. this, which means that they're not responsible for whatever these two guys want to do to each other. Apparently, uh, one of the announcers says they both asked for this. Yeah. They wanted something like this. So, if that's the case, this is non-sanctioned, tell me why there's a referee in the ring. A WWF referee in uniform in the ring. I was going to bring it up too. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't get it. I've never
1: understood that in any of these unsanctioned matches that we ever come across. You know, it's like, this is the first one, but we'll come across some others in history, you know, as Derek progress. But yeah, why is there a referee? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I
0: have no idea. And what's his to raise job? Yeah, what's his job? He's not counting a pinfall. No. Nope. It's yeah. whoever goes in the grave. Yeah, wins. the crowd can see who buries someone yes. alive.
1: We don't need a referee there. He so. serves
0: no purpose. I guess he just... Kayfabe-wise, yeah. Yeah,
1: Kayfabe-wise, he doesn't. But yeah. Yeah, I guess he just there sort of give time cues. Exactly.
0: I guess. So. But it's just <laughs> In it's real life. pretty silly.
1: No yeah, no. but I do love uh, Jerry Lawler say. He's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> I am like, I think it's something to like shoot, too. He's like, what? What does that even mean? Vince, yeah, explains like, what he just said. Like, we're not responsible or liable for whatever happens, so... Um, well, yeah. we've
0: got Vince and Lawler on commentary, so... Um... Well, because
1: JR <laughs> has disappeared... <laughs> throughout the show again this is still the whole fake diesel fake razor they've debuted by this point um, JR is kind of a heel but I don't know what he's doing it's a it's, really dumb, it doesn't make any sense it's a really it's so weird to go back and watch yeah it's awful but uh yeah so at this point in the show his mic is cut out I think and he leaves and so it's just yeah, we just have Lawler and Vince but if you turn on the show JR is there at the beginning mm-hmm, yeah but he has no microphone
0: <laughs> so anyway Uh, undertaker comes out again as we've said uh, on the last show no uh, entrance gear he's been just stripped down you know he's seeking revenge he's he's not there uh, to put on a show or anything like that he's there to fight uh so no hat no gear nothing like that and the uh the fireflies are out again and i just I, i didn't notice it in the last one but i just thought about this one. those are those are lighters. Those aren't people holding yeah, up their phones. Those exactly. Are, there's a, and there's a lot of them in the crowd. <laughs> people throwing their lighters up by the intake, man. That's oh, cool. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, you're right.
1: No one, no one brought a flashlight, so nope. yeah, it's their lighter from their pocket, so that's hilarious. You wouldn't see
0: that nowadays. there's kind of like thunder and lightning as part of the entrance and the king says it's raining yeah he says (laughs) it's raining that was weird but one thing he does
1: say when Undertaker's walking out he says he looks right at home beside the grave so Mm -hmm. um, but yeah I think Mankind and Bear came out first right and Mankind's just sitting in the ring rocking and yeah that's when Undertaker comes out after that and yeah, I mean, just like the last few matches we've been mentioning, he gets in the ring, and boom, slugfest, man. Yes. Right as he gets in, which is good, again. That's
0: the way it should be. It's the
1: way it should be. It's the way his feud is gone. It's the way his story's been told. They should not care about grappling and, and you know, it, it, he wants to hurt mankind. He wants to, you know, again, like you said, he's willing to, end The Undertaker, just take out mankind. So that's pretty cool.
0: Undertaker's on fire like you said, He Mankind Nuts. throws him into the corner yeah. and Undertaker just no-sells nope. it, th- picks up Mankind, <laughs> throws him into the corner, yeah. and then he tosses Mankind out, jumps on the top rope, and leaps to the outside yeah. from the top rope onto Mankind like a, a flying whatever like it wasn't yeah, a clothesline like, it wasn't anything it wasn't a crossbody he just slept on it <laughs> it was awesome but though. that's the first time we've seen Undertaker go to
1: type top and jump to the outside I, I think mean, so yeah. for a big guy like that I mean that is I just wrote what the heck like, yeah. this is crazy he's going nuts he's just yeah letting it all hang out again um, he's willing to destroy himself and yep. the commentary puts that over and they said, he said that they say he said he's willing to destroy himself destroy mankind so I, I just wrote he almost did there I mean because yeah. what a dangerous spot you know Jump to the outside because he doesn't jump on the mats, he jumps on the <laughs> aisleway like the concrete and he lands on his hip when he hits him. So, yeah, just reckless yeah, it was, abandonment. It was ugly, but it was good. It's awesome. It makes it feel more real. Mm-hmm. This stuff doesn't look so choreographed and practiced, you know, it looks real. So, uh, it was fun. And then, um, uh, they kind of fight their way up the aisle a little bit toward the like mound of dirt right and the grass, the grave. yeah. yeah. And uh, Mankind, or Undertaker goes to grab the shovel, and Mankind kind of grabs it and hits it like the butt of the shovel, I think Jay, or Lawler says, in the throat of Undertaker, so that's a pretty dirty move there, but, and he goes for a suplex um, on the mound, and
0: Undertaker reverses it, (laughs) and (laughs) this, you know, we talked, I think it was the... One of the matches with Goldust. Yeah. The, the second match with Goldust, that thing. Three episodes ago. The Undertaker busted out a small package <laughs> in that match, which I had never seen him do before or since. But in this one, like you said, he's Goldust goes for or, or mankind goes for a suplex, and Undertaker like, reverses it into that small package <laughs> again. They're on top of the gra- of the gravesite. And then he, they just roll together in their small package bundle all the way down the hill, like three or four times, rolling over to the ground. That's how I blocked mankind. a block
1: That's how he chose to
0: block that. Again, it looks... It,
1: it looks like some kind of a bug buddy cartoon. It was hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. Not supposed to be, but it was... But yeah, he just he grapevines a leg or whatever and rolls them up and just they just tumble down the hill. I wonder man. if like, they were
0: laughing as that happened. Oh,
1: <laughs> but, Mick Foley
0: had to be. That
1: was what hilarious, world. man. Golly, go watch it just for that. It's so funny.
0: And then I also laughed because at, at this point, the camera right. zooms in on some fan in the crowd for like <gasps> five yes, seconds yes, yes. for <laughs> no reason. And uh, Jerry Lawler says
1: And indeed, someone is going to take that from a real dirt nap, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Blue right here, live. What if her Undertaker knows she got up? Beg <laughs> oh, oh, your pardon. There are a lot of creatures of the night here in Indianapolis. She looked like a creature, all
1: right. <laughs> I was just like, golly, Harsh. it's not even Paul Berry's magnifying. It's a no. poor little fan in the audience. So, yeah, at this point, they've taken themselves back to the ringside, and commentary keeps saying "dirt nap,"
0: "dirt mm. nap." They're going
1: to take it. Someone's going to take a dirt nap. Tonight, that's the word. Dirt the nap. Nap. Yeah, that's again. That's the calendar. Vincent Man's calendar. You know, word this (laughs) this week is dirt naps. They keep saying dirt. Which has anyone ever called? When you go to to a funeral, do you go see someone take a dirt nap? No, not you don't. It's just like ridiculous. So yeah, don't
0: say that the next time you go to a girl. Eh. <laughs> yeah, sorry, your uh, uncle's taking a dirt nap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that might over. not go well. Might <laughs> not go well. So
0: unless you're Jerry Lawler, you probably get <laughs> yeah. away with
1: it. But I wrote when he said she looks like a creature. I just wrote, man, that was so much like Heenan. Like that reminded me of Bobby Heenan. He yeah. would have said the exact same thing. So I just appreciated that little comment uh, about the poor little girl. naughty. Yeah. she wasn't that bad. No, like, I don't so, for ninety six. So. Yeah.
0: Um. They start fighting the crowd here, which and uh, uh,
1: yeah.
0: Undertaker just hurls mankind over the barrier, and <laughs> yeah. then he runs from the crowd <laughs> and hits a leaping clothesline yeah. over the barrier. Man, I'm like loving this. so Yeah. Far. It's all Undertaker. He's just beating the crap out of mankind, tossing them all over the arena. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: And he's and he's and when they're in the audience for that brief, you know, twenty seconds as he before he throws mankind back over. There's folks in the audience just cheering him on and one lady's asking for a high five. <laughs> She's in her sweater, like up for a high five and but yeah, it looks like again, it looks like he's making it up as he goes. Which yeah. who knows if he is or not, but like yeah. he you know, he chunks mankind back over the guardrail to the ringside and then just runs and jumps, like you said, and it just shows how athletic he is, you know. He's jumped from the top turnbuckle to the outside. And then he jumped over the guardrail. It's just such a contrast from his mm-hmm. earlier matches, you know, especially ones with like King Kong Bundy or IRS <laughs> exactly. or even Hogan, man. Like, it is so, so different, you yeah. know? Yeah. We keep, like you said, keep, it's cliche to say he's different, different style of the interior, but he really is, man. And after that, he just headbutts him like crazy over and over again. Um,. Then they're in the back of the ring, and he goes for old school, and this is classic right here, man. He goes for old school, but Paul Bear jumps up and pulls the top rope, and that makes Undertaker fall and crotch himself on the top rope. was smart. Yeah, that was just perfect.
0: He knows Undertaker better than anybody. Exactly. He knew what Undertaker was going for in that moment, and he knew to trip him up right there. Give Mankind control.
1: Perfect heat for Paul Bear and Mankind at that
0: point. Um, Mankind gets a spike from here, from Paul Bear, like a wooden... instrument, they say. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and starts just stabbing Undertaker with it, yeah. and Vince Man is freaking out, He's oh, yeah. saying, "But it's non-sanctioned." But Mr. Right. Man saying he can't be doing this. I so, know uh, there has to be some sort of order here. It's non-sanctioned, no holds bar. And Jerry Lawler is like telling him, "It's not yeah. saying you do yeah, it every exactly. he wants. And Mr. Man's like, "Well, there has to be some limit to, yeah. uh, to what we see here. That that that's crossing the line for Mr. Uh, Man's that spike." Um, yeah,
1: once again, it's like everybody's not on the same page. So <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who wrote this stuff. So. But
0: uh, Undertaker gets the spike and he gets to use it, and then Paul so the rest in peace. Chance at this point
1: too. Again, yep. no, not overshadowed by Mr. Holland. I mean, Mr. Bear's opus is uh, just organically, man. The crowd, you know, when he gets that spike or that instrument and starts using it, there's rest in peace chants all over the place. So it's really cool to see. But then go ahead, what you're gonna say?
0: Oh, he uh, just a lot more going on. Uh, they get a chair in here and get some chair shots uh, on each other. Paul Bear hits Undertaker with the urn. And uh, Taker no sells
1: oh, it. And Vince calls Ball Bear a slug. <laughs> it's, like, it's not. It's not Lawler. I guess now that Bear is the heel, Lawler has to ease up on it because he's the heel counter. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Vince calling like yeah slug. And I was like oh man, that's great job with the hut style. Like, yeah. So another Star Wars reference here. But. Yeah. But then, uh, but yeah, as Bear tries, he hits him and, and Taker no sells it and then Vince calls him a slug and takes a turns back around and takes a ugly yeah. chair shot oh, to the yeah. head yeah, 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 that yeah. completely dents that chair I mean that chair is you can't sit in it again ugly. it was nasty again back then it was just like well, that's what it was but watching it today it hurts, <laughs> it hurts me uh, but yeah he takes that unprotected chair shot straight to the head and then mankind does that cool move where he, you know he sets undertaker against the ring steps and does mm-hmm. the running knee yep. which he's done against you know he's done it in the boiler room and he's done it all over the
0: place so uh so from there they kind of head back to the uh, grave site again and they end up both uh undertaker gets tossed into the grave yeah. and pulls mankind inside of it so they fight inside the grave for a little bit that's a little tease because yeah, nice they haven't, they yep.
1: haven't in- entered the grave yet so um
0: and then I mean, that chair shot was nasty. Then Undertaker hip-tosses Mankind from the top oh. of the gravesite to the floor. Yeah. Was, you know, at least six feet down to the, to the, uh, the aisleway. Just unprotected, lands straight on his hip and his back. Yep. And I just wrote No wonder. I can't walk. That's why <laughs> he can't walk, yeah. exactly. It's just, uh, again,
1: man, it's, it's almost too much commitment to yeah. the character. Like, yep. you've got to protect yourself. You it's know? bad in hindsight. Yeah, in hindsight. But, like, it looks awesome. Again, it looks... It looks vicious, you know, it looks ugly, that's what these fights between them are, they're ugly fights, you know, they don't feel like a wrestling match, they feel like brawls, prison mm-hmm. riots, Yeah, prison. I would say here, but he doesn't have a microphone, so anyway, uh, then they, they get back in the ring, they're, they work their way back to the ring, and Mankind hits a wedge pile driver, uh, and he starts yanking his own hair out, and then Taker comes back with a flurry. Punches and mm-hmm. then Paul
0: Bear slides her chair in the ring at this point. I, I, I wasn't sure it was Paul Bear because you don't you just see the chair <laughs> yeah, magically yeah. slide in the ring, yeah. <laughs> if you don't see who threw yeah. it in there, it just
1: like slides in from all, stage left, you don't know, who did it. But I think, I think commentary said something about it, but yeah. The Mankind hits a double honor of DDT. Dude, we, love. It's the first time we've seen that. That's one? the first time I've noticed yeah. it.
0: Yeah.
1: I love that move. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a dude love. What's that move called? Just The double honor of DDT. Yeah, I don't really know if he has a name it. for it. But uh, yeah, he hits it on the chair, which is cool. And uh, then he sits there rocking with the urn, mm-hmm. and Dagger sits up and oh, hits nasty chair shot on the Mankind's back, which that's what you see nowadays. You see chair shots to the back. Yep. You don't see him to the head. But this one was brutal even for today's
0: standards. So. It was. Um, they got some more back and forth. The leg drops, Ooh. the chair onto Mankind. Yeah, page out Sabu's book. Man. Yeah, um, vicious. Back and forth again for a little while. There's so much to get through. i was just kind of jumping yeah. around. But my, my favorite part of the match came next, uh, a little bit later on. They, they go outside. And Mankind pulls up the mats to do yep. the pile driver again uh, on this little wedgie pile driver onto yep. the unprotected exposed. floor, exposed floor. Yeah. At this point Undertaker I'm pretty sure makes up a move on the <laughs> yeah. spot. He goes to reverse the pile driver. So he he's in pile driver position, he stands up and he's holding Mankind's legs uh like at his at his head. And yeah. I like I think he's going to do Hardgorali's Alabama Slam. Yeah. That's how he's holding him. And but Mankind <laughs> still has his arms wrapped around Undertaker's waist. And so Undertaker at this point just sits down on top of mankind's head it just like falls backwards onto his into face the into the chair into the stairs and again, uh, I laughed out loud <laughs> the second time in this match because yeah. I don't think that's a move, uh, but Undertaker just did it uh, on the spot, and it looked like it hurt. So, yeah, it looked awful. Man. Go for it, man. Yeah,
1: and we we talked about my wrestling dummy that my aunt made me back in the day, and I used to do that move to him. I called it the backseat driver. <laughs> well, maybe he uh, got it from him up you. like an Alabama slam and uh, just minds. pulled down. So maybe I stole it, on, you know. Uh, unconsciously From Undertaker, But yeah It's it's disgusting It's <laughs> dirty And yeah It doesn't make any sense But it works and then they get back In the ring And undertaker has got the, st- the steps The stairs yeah. And he throws them In the ring And he just yeah. Beats mankind Over and over again With him. Uh Then he hits Tombstone
0: Tombstone crowd goes nuts Crab, whoa, blows
1: up man Yeah they come alive he point, Cause he points To the grave Yeah you know, we've he's so, we've selling seen, it People pointing to the WrestleMania sign recently and he points to the grave and he knows what he's doing, man. There's oh, people in the palm of his hand and they go nuts. So then he, he kind of gets like a fireman carry all the way to the grave, right? He just kinda of puts him over his shoulder and
0: walks yeah. him back there. Paul Bear or Jerry Lars says, Paul Bear, if you don't do something quick, next thing you're gonna be doing is buying flowers. <laughs> mankind's funeral. Uh, but yeah, he, he picks dirt him nap. up for his dirt nap. <laughs> Carries him all the way to the grave and gives mankind a chance to recover, I guess, because mankind goes for the manable claw yep. uh, before getting tossed into the grave. Um, tries to hit him with the urn, uh, and and uh, then Undertaker is able to choke slam mankind into the grave again. Yeah. Just a nasty looking fall and bump. The crowd pops huge, and I, I did not remember this. Undertaker starts shoveling dirt on top of mankind. And the bell rings. Yep. And The Undertaker wins this match. So yep. I didn't remember The Undertaker winning this match because I remember all the aftermath right. uh, that we're going to get to. But actually, Undertaker won this match. Uh, the ref- or the announcers say all he has to do is put a layer of dirt on top of the yep. manga. All he has to do is get a little yeah. dirt on there and the match is over. So apparently, in kayfabe, like in this world, this match was supposed to end... Sort of like a casket match. Yeah, you just close the lid, push it yeah. to the back, and then get up. This match was supposed to end. Someone gets thrown in the grave. You toss Some one shovel on. of dirt on them. Yeah. They're allowed to get up because the Undertaker just keeps shoveling. Yeah, the referee tries to stop him. Vince McMahon is saying it's over. The match is over. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, you're he, gonna what? You're, what are you trying to do to him here? You're getting carried away because the Undertaker is trying to yeah, bury him bury him alive fully. Yeah, he's pushing it?
1: referees. Uh, several referees come out. He throws them all off the mound. Uh, yeah, you're right. But yeah, the match is over. 18 minutes and 25 seconds. And but yeah, I did not even really remember he won either because I remember everything that's about to happen. Exactly. You know, I forgot. Yeah, so it's interesting about all this. So
0: yeah, and that's his first ever win against I guess mankind. mankind. Yep, he's lost two so far and finally gets a win. Yep. Gets a win there, but not uh, not in the war. Uh, exactly. So it wins the battle, but not the war. Because as Undertaker is beating up the referees, a mysterious masked man comes and whacks the Undertaker from behind with a shovel and starts digging up mankind. Yep. That man would go on to be known as the Executioner, uh, would go on to have a match and play a part uh, in the Undertaker for the next two months, not very long. And uh, he, of course... Would be the legendary WWE Hall of Famer Terry Gordy, uh, in a very sad state. Yeah. I would say.
1: Oh man, it's pathetic.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But But,
1: yeah, again, the time, it's not like some—it's not like somebody that you know an established character is coming out to help. It's like this man in like a mask,
0: in like a Target Halloween costume. It It looks awful.
1: Beastmaster, they eat people's uh, skin and swallow them whole. It looks like that. It reminded me of that, and I was like, "What is this outfit he's got on?" It's
0: so cheap looking, and he—you know—I was. I know Terry Gordy now. I didn't know yeah. Terry Gordy then, and he was kind of before my time and world class, and, and even in WCW. But man, Terry Gordy was a beast. Uh-huh. He could go. He was in shape. Uh, he was a hoss, as Jim Ross Steve would Austin say. Steve Austin loves him. Yeah, <laughs> he had suffered some, uh, a lot of health problems before this point. It was literally a shell of himself. He's in very skinny, very awful yeah. shape. Apparently, had had some brain damage too before this had even happened, and so he was just. You know, Vince was kind of giving him a, a lifeline, so mm-hmm. they giving him a paycheck, and they were giving him a chance. Uh, and we'll see that that chance does not... Uh, it doesn't go well. Um, right. But here, he's just a mysterious man helping out mankind and Paul Bear. And so he digs up mankind with yeah. what a little bit of dirt is on him, pulls yeah. him out of the grave, and then they toss the Undertaker into the grave instead.
1: Yep. And the lights start to flicker, and thunder cracks in the arena. Again, this is all the part I remember. So right. I thought that... Mankind won this yeah, match.
0: Yeah, I thought until we
1: were we were doing research and I actually watched. I was like, I was like, no way! I know that Mankind wins this match. Mm-hmm. But no, he doesn't. But this is Surprise all surprised me. This is all the stuff that you remember is iconic here. Because again, uh, Mankind and what who will become known as the Executioner. They're burying the Undertaker. You got rest in peace, They're Actually, pretty loud. Rest in peace, Chance. Um, and then now comes a who's who of heels <laughs> here. We got Goldust. We got Crush as. Uh, I mean, what do you call Crush at this point? Jailbird. <laughs> Jailbird Crush? He looks like he's from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Uh but again, good friend of the Undertaker in real life. That's true. Um yep. you got Triple H, you got Bradshaw, uh they all come out, like Justin Hawk Bradshaw to help bury Undertaker as Paul Bear is encouraging them. And the big D and I were speculating here, like, do you think that they just never know how long it's gonna take?
0: I don't know. Uh, because they did a rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. They literally have a pile of dirt, uh, six, six feet, feet of, worth dirt, of dirt, and have some shovels out of it. Yeah. Later yeah. on, when they did some bear lives, they had like a, a backhoe. And yeah, had, like, exactly. It's, it's, like, some construction equipment to yeah. shovel that dirt on there. But they were literally going to shovel all this dirt on there. So if they come out to help. I, I'm thinking... They probably were looking at it in rehearsal or yeah. something during that day. we were like, this is going to take forever. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get some help out here.
1: So they send these guys out. So.
0: And it was reminiscent of Royal Rumble in 1994 when True. Undertaker, True. 13 guys came out and had to throw him into a casket. Mankind needs some help to, yeah. to throw the dirt and, and bury Undertaker alive. But um, it still takes forever. Oh, Even yeah, with still seven takes guys out there, uh, six or seven guys, yeah. it goes on and on and on.
1: Yeah, it does, and Paul Bear is such a good cheerleader here, though. And he the, is. The He's rest trying. Of peace chants are getting even louder, and Paul Bear is like, "The Undertaker is gone forever." And but at this point, there's people throwing trash at the hill. Yes. These people must be WCW fans, because that was a common occurrence. Every mm-hmm. Nitro would end with trash thrown in the, at the NWO.
0: Yeah, they're throwing then, it into the grave. Yeah, there's like
1: uh, Coca Cola like, cups and like lids and stuff in the in the. Uh, in the graveside at this point. So people were throwing trash at the hills. that's some good heat right there.
0: That's how they were killing time. See, back I and mean, yeah. make it into the grave. Yeah, like, probably. Throwing sodas in there. And then Paul uh, Berry goes, <laughs> and I was like,
1: what? Now he's like a like, uh, million dollar man or something. So he, he's paying all these guys to hey, show. Hey man, yeah. Funeral home people make a lot of money, dude. That's I a, that's a so. good
0: industry to be in. So, I never go out of business there. That's true. Uh, <laughs> we're taking dirt naps all the time. The but, man Vince is freaking out. Yeah, Say, man. You were only supposed to bury him alive, yes. but not like this. Like how, Vince? Hell, how were they supposed to bury him <laughs> alive? Not <laughs> uh, not literally, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then we get a grave cam shot. We got the grave Shows cam. Shows the dirt piling up. Not well, during the match. Exactly. <laughs> I was going say not during the match. Poor
1: production, man. Yeah. What, what's going on here? Usually they're on top of things. This was not. So we've had it coffin
0: just... cam, grave cam, turnbuckle cam. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Who knew Undertaker got all his own uh, camera shots? <laughs> He's a real dude. innovator. Yeah. So,
0: and um, this, again, like, I, I probably went on 5, 10 minutes. It felt like 30 minutes. Yeah, and I did. then I'm just shoveling dirt. Um, Vince is just, like, saying, well, I, I certainly hope something is going to happen here. Like, we've right. seen Undertaker <laughs> always gets up. He always survives these things, and Jerry Lawler is sort of like Bobby Heenan here too. When Bobby Heenan used to say Hulkamania is dead, Hulk, like Hulk Hogan is never going to get up. He said, nope, this is it. Nothing. Can he's dead. Yeah. Big man, he's dead. He's not getting up. Nothing can happen here. Um, Finally, all the other heels leave. They bail. Yeah, yeah. There's they, thunder and
1: lightning right. coming on. And that yeah. happens.
0: Yeah. Thunder and lightning in the arena, so the extra heels run out, but Mankind, Paul Bear, Executioner kind of finished the job. They put the last right. couple... Shovels of dirt on there, um, and Paul Bearer, Did you notice this? He holds the urn upside I down. No, I, I saw know. that. Yeah, I was I was gonna point that out. I'm glad you saw it too. Yeah, I was wondering is that's like a
1: symbolic thing, like you know, like people do with other stuff, you know, whether it's a flag or a cross or whatever. it is oh, yeah, like he's, you Paul know, Bearer knew what he
0: was doing. Yeah,
1: he holds upside down. Which again, cool little nuance there, man. I'm glad we both noticed that. So yeah, really neat. He knows what he's doing.
0: And they stick the shovel in the grave mm, want yeah. to symbolize that they're done. And the shovel becomes a lightning rod. A huge bolt of yes. lightning shoots from the arena. A really, really cool special effect. Yeah. Uh, and hits the grave. Um, the crowd pops huge. And <laughs> the show ends with The Undertaker's hand mm. rising up purple out of the grave. Glove. The purple glove <laughs> rises up. Vista Man says he will not rest in peace. Yeah, and that's how it goes off the air. It's a cool visual, man. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, I, it's kind of
0: cheesy, but it's cool. But like, I, I, I don't know see. how they did it, I, man. I'm yeah. gonna be honest. like, I don't know how he got out of there. I don't know how they made it look like his hand was coming out of the grave.
1: Well, because his hand comes out of the grass part, not the actual dirt. So he, there must have been some trap door. Like once he was finally what? in there, he rolled back in. But again, we don't know. And they did Pretty it well. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did it well. But it's really cool. But you again, you've been talking about how he's like, he reminds you of like a monster from a monster movie. And yes, stuff. and like. The the villain that won't die or whatever, even if he's a good guy, this was this was perfect for that. to me, like watching this visual, his little hand sticking up and out uh, of just like, man, he is like a monster from Monster I Monsterman. He won't go away. And again, Vince is like, he will not rest in peace. And this is good man, good stuff. Uh, it was a really good, brutal match. Felt like they hate each other in real life, which they don't. They're friends, but it just it made you feel like that. They can make you suspend just, just your disbelief, so you think they hate each other. That's really cool on them. So I had- good stuff.
0: I had low expectations going into yeah, it. Me too. I enjoyed it, man. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It, it's hard hitting. It's brutal. It feels like a, a hardcore match. But really, it's I cute. mean, yeah. just a couple of shovel shots. But yeah. they're, they're really just, you know, it's strong style, yeah. I guess. I don't know. A couple bumps for Mick
1: Foley takes. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's good.
0: It's brutal. Uh, and a different side of The Undertaker. And this is it for this iteration of the undertaker last appearance of the purple gloves of the purple Ooh, yeah what are, what are, what are those things called on his ah, boots they're the not bootstraps Jennifer's... i don't know Booth... <laughs> Booth stra- <laughs> <Phil>. <laughs> yeah i don't know, well, purple I don't know what you call those but yeah th- and we're gonna see not to spoil it but survivor series 96 the next evolution of the undertaker the next evolution in his appearance um and yeah, as, as the show goes off, we see The Undertaker will rise again somehow, yes. some way. He will fight his way out of the grave. Mankind cannot bury him. Paul Bearer cannot. The Executioner cannot. Oh, goodness. The, the Undertaker spirit Sorry. will <laughs> live on some yeah. way or another. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, check it out, guys.
1: It really is entertaining. It's fun. It's hard-hitting. Um, yeah, again, it's just the, if you're a storytelling fan like, like Big D and I here are, the story, again, is told over at this point. Six months. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's, it's cool to see to see that culminate here. So um, yeah,
0: and you can fast forward through the rest of the pay per view. <laughs> There's oh, nothing else. Just watch,
1: listen for is. the opening. Listen to the glass break for yeah. Stone Cold and the lack of a pop, and mm-hmm. then go back and watch Raw 25 and listen to the glass break and how the Barclays Center blew up when he heard that, and just see how far that song has come. That so.
0: would be a great experiment. Right? Yeah, has <laughs> music before was. Terrible. it's oh, like really, really it sounds slow. like gold dust
1: music and mankind's after music there's it's so all many the people same
0: yeah they're all the same
1: and they're all have a piano jim johnson had like this organ fetish because undertaker has the same kind of music it's yeah all, they're all the same so but anyway
0: you're watching raw on 96 you can't tell who's coming out nobody <laughs> yeah. has memorable music or yeah. anything like that uh unless you're the Godlins, Except Taker, i guess <laughs> and taker and sean are the only ones that have
1: like <laughs> memorable music well yeah i guess the goblins
0: oh my gosh i was telling you earlier uh I feel like the New Day and the Usos wrestle every week now. They have nothing on the Godwins and uh, the Smoking Guns. Yeah. They're on every pay per view, every Raw. I feel like they fight. Or the Body Donnas. That's that a six there. month
1: dude that's not good.
0: Good lord. The man. And Same bacon. match. Oh, man. Awful. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we want to hear from you, all the listeners out there, all the Talking Taker creatures of the night. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Talking Taker. Facebook, give us a like. Follow us on Instagram, uh, Talking Taker on Instagram. We would love for you to subscribe and leave a comment, leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Podomatic, YouTube, all that good stuff. Let us know. Uh, and uh, of course, um, not of course. I don't know. Uh, I, I was meant to mention this on the last episode, but just a couple other recommendations out there. If you have not watched the WWE 24 special uh, that premiered on the WWE Network, uh, it's a couple weeks ago by the time this is coming out, on WrestleMania 33 from last year. Go out of your way to watch that. The uh, Undertaker's in it maybe for five minutes or so of, I think it's like an hour long, but uh, it's just so rare to see yeah. Undertaker out of character, you know, see like him driving shirt to the arena, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Uh, see him with, uh, back, backstage yeah, before cool. and after the match. Uh, it's, it's worth... There's other cool stuff on yeah. it. Those 24 specials are always really, really well done. A lot of cool stuff for the Hardy Boys yeah. on there. But if you're Undertaker Marks like us, definitely go watch that. Um, and there's also a YouTube video I put on the Talking Taker Twitter a couple weeks ago of Raw25. Again, Undertaker's in it for maybe 30 seconds or so. Oh, but that's cool. It's just cool to see yeah. him back there at the Manhattan Center again talking out of character. You see all the DX guys talking yep. out of character too. The Xbox uh, and his dog. <laughs> it's just in really a baby
1: cool. carrier. <laughs> yeah. Cool on stuff. His,
0: on his chest. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, it's worth checking out. Um, and yeah, that's what you get when you follow us on social media. Also, we post stuff all throughout the week. Yep. Pictures, videos, all the build up. We'll have all of the build up for this match, all those uh, funny promos before from Raw. Uh, in the graveyard, that will be all over our Twitter and Facebook, and you gotta you gotta follow all of and Instagram because we'll put different ones on each one. So if you want to get the full picture, you gotta follow us on all of those accounts, and we follow you back too. So uh, you'll gain followers too. So it's that simple. It's just that's like cool. that, and we love it. We appreciate everybody out there listening and subscribing. It means a lot to us. Uh, we've got over a thousand followers at this point, so that's that's yeah. incredible, man. So
1: thanks to all you guys, we appreciate it. This is episode twenty seven, right? So. Uh, yeah just over half a year so yes yeah. yeah and we're enjoying it we're just a couple marks doing it for fun so we appreciate all the input you guys give us and answering the polls we have and stuff like that too and again wait on someone to take us up on if you were there if you were there somebody and had to be a
0: buried alive yeah come on <laughs> someone was in Indianapolis you know they were so yeah someone was there take us up on it but uh, other oh. than
1: that oh go ahead other
0: than that all I gotta mention <laughs> Travis is here for my birthday <laughs> Uh, I'm turning 32 this week and still doing a wrestling podcast <laughs> uh, and still getting wrestling action figures for my birthday. Uh, Travis gave me, if you're a fan of the show, you will understand why this is funny. He gave me Mint Condition Erwin Arshayster action figure. The Elite uh, Series. The Elite <laughs> Series. First time in the line. Yes. And I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible figure. Uh, he's got the tie, the suspenders, He's got Monogram, on his shirt uh, just an impeccable figure that I can't wait to throw in the garbage Includes. So, <laughs> exactly that's not what your dog did as soon as you opened it as soon as I opened it my dog walked over and started trying to eat this figure he, he ripped he chewed off the top of it so uh, he hates him as much as you do. yeah <laughs> you can see a picture of it on the talking taker Instagram page yeah. um, and unfortunately he also got me a one of those, I don't know what they're Funko called. Funko Pop, tiny, t- tiny little Funko Pop. The mini ones that are in the package, you don't know which one you're going to get. It's a blind uh, bag, yeah, you don't know what's inside. Well, I opened it up and just happened to be uh, good old Enzo Amore. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> so got yeah, a collector's item there, yeah. I guess. That's a career taking a dirt <laughs> now. so. <laughs> we'll leave that there. On that
1: note. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, take her easy. I don't want
0: to be